Welcome back to Ten of the Chamber, a Studio Trigger retrospective podcast. We are back here with Marshmallow, with Ref, and with me, City. And we're going to talk about episode 14 of Kill a Kill. We are continuing on in the uh, Tri-Schools uh, raid arc. We're starting off the same way we started with the episode 4, with the dream of Senketsu getting cut, which unfortunately has come to fruition. Yeah, we talked about this in, when we were talking about episode four, I think, um, that it was interesting that episode four started with that dream because it's such a silly episode. And so why did it start with that dream? And it would have made more sense, like, narratively to do that in episode five because it was really about Ryoko and Senketsu's bond and episode four kind of really, I mean, it was a little bit, but <laughs> yeah. not as much as episode five. But interestingly... um, Episode 4 has a 4 in it. Episode 14 has a 4 in it. And, you know, 4 in Japanese is like a homophone for death. Yeah. So. <laughs> so. Hmm. Yeah. So that, unfortunately, yeah, Sakatsu seemingly dead, as we think. But uh, thankfully, Mikisugi managed to get Ryuko into the teacher's lounge once again and has Senketsu with him. Or rather, what's left of him as he's essentially just a scarf with his big eye. And yeah. Ryuko's really, really happy about this. It's, oh my god, he's alive. Thank god. <laughs> yeah, super cute scene when she grabs him. And I also, I talked, we mentioned this last episode that um, Ryuko did get to keep this last piece of Senkets that Sasuke didn't take that. And, you know, from I've seen people say that Sasuke gave this piece to Riko and put it in her hand, but Senkatsu says in this episode that the only reason that he's still there is because Riko held on to him so tightly. So I like to think that Riko was just holding on to his eye so tightly, and Sasuke saw that. She didn't want to take Senketsu from Ryuko because she saw how tightly she was holding on to him. And it's kind of like an honor thing. Like, there's your resolve, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, mean, but... I mean, she'll take the pieces <laughs> and, like, everything like else about him. But she's not yeah, going to take Yeah, but she'll leave I... one piece. <laughs> because Ryuko was holding so tightly to that one piece. That's mm-hmm. basically his voice and his essence. And I think that's really... A sweet way to look at it. I mean, it is sweet too if Sasuke gives <laughs> Sekensu to Riko. I I kind of prefer the explanation personally because it's me <laughs> that that Riko was just <laughs> yeah. holding so tightly to the eye that Sasuke didn't take it. But it's really hard to tell either way because you can't see what's in Riko's hand in the flashback. The mm-hmm. Blu-ray did change it a little bit so that there's the scatter of Senketsu is a little bit more, but it's, you still can't tell. So it's up it's up for debate. But I really like the idea that that Riko was just holding so tightly on to Senketsu. Yeah, and that that's why Sasuke didn't take the eye, but up yeah. for interpretation. <laughs> I mean, I kind of really like your interpretation. I didn't think it like that, and I forgot that one line because again, I was in the middle of. I I, I like putting uh, Kill a Kill on the side these days mm-hmm. just because. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, that's actually makes a lot more sense. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, it is it's sweet the other way too. It's just I have my biases. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then again, like um. 
since uh, now Ryuko has to go and uh, basically collect all the pieces of uh, of Senketsu, and so she dons him on as a scarf and also puts on a tracksuit. It's really really cool mm-hmm. design that that they they give her here, even though it's only for pretty much this episode. Um, so cute. <laughs> so yeah, really cute and cool. And Ryuko goes off uh, on a motorcycle to head off and catch up and try to get all the pieces of Senketsu. And meanwhile, mm-hmm. Mikisugi is like, all right, I don't need the front of the disguise anymore. I'm going to be fucking naked now. Hell yeah. And he just fucking goes off on his own. Right. Okay. I didn't get to talk about it because uh, first episode, I wanted to touch on the fact that I fucking love him because he, growing up with a lot of like animes with like cool teachers and like suave and like mysterious and, you know, like those are the ones I crushed on, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. But like he's, this kind of archetype that's always been a thing of like, uh, I mean, a recent anime. Um, uh, I don't watch it. It's the it's the demon one with like Demon Slayer, a, not Demon Slayer. Um, <laughs> guy who covered is like the the reverse Kakashi. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen, the one yeah. with the reverse uh, Kakashi. Yeah, um, yeah, you know yeah. how everything is like cool and kind of funny, and but like people really like him. It was the same with uh, uh, like Bleach, uh, and um, Naruto and all that. But like, meanwhile, him over here, he's just like. Actually, I'm a loser. <laughs> Absolute nerd. Get naked. Um, loser. He fucking says nonsense. He fucking goes, nudist the beach. Just fucking nudist the beach. Yeah. Like it's it's just it's it's not what I expected when I first saw him. And I was like, oh, he's gonna be like cool, mysterious. It's gonna be like my character. And I saw him. I was like, never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he is your character still. In a, in a no, no, Gam- Gamagori is. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm like I, I am completely unbiased in saying that Mako and Gamagori are like my two characters for this anime. <laughs> I, I I like the teacher, but he's not like my character, you know. <laughs> yeah. He's not, he's not the one that I'm gonna have like budget posts about because I adore them. <laughs> yeah. But like I I still appreciate like the whole like, well, time to be me me like yep. with my glowing ass nipples like. <laughs> yeah, which I, I just remembered. I forgot about this uh, in the past episodes you talked about, but we only see actually like his nipples drawn on once, and like for the rest of the time they're just just glowing and like censored in that way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just it's very hilarious. Um, now it's time for the big uh field trip military campaign thing. We see all of the elite four uh taking on. Uh, basically other schools big armies <laughs> to defend against yeah. the the big the big uh kiryu in like uh invasion uh gamagori has to take on like these guys that have help from like american f- american high schools <laughs> and you know that they're american because they're colored with fucking red white and blue and they're wearing football gear it's just fucking so dumb <laughs> it's great <laughs> And Gamagori using like uh, like a little rule book pamphlet as his main weapon here. I love it. It's so good. <laughs> the literally rules that are so ironclad that they are literal steel, and it's just so dumb and great. <laughs> and uh, Jakazune goes against these like weird like occults like kind of school. It's very odd. <laughs> and um, they're using like these weird um, like illusion magic thing, but it's all just like a big like a uh, like, like a big trick. Big and um, in with the actually, I wanted to mention the the things that they summon. I realized what it 
Final Fantasy we covered that I I feel like it's 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 an actual like legend, but yeah. like I only know it from Final Fantasy, and so when I saw that again, I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh these like uh, these mythical like creatures. I, I wish I remembered yeah. like the proper name for it for that legend. Um, yeah, but it's yeah. so funny me going like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, we have Sanagiyama going into Osaka, and here we have the fucking oh. dude. <laughs> Fucking Osaka, man. You're in Osaka now, fucking Kaneo Takarada. Fucking. I love him. Love this fucking dude. He's so ridiculous over the top. And this is, uh, uh, I've been watching the Japanese dub uh, for like this whole watch through so far, just because I'm kind of going back to when I first watched it. But for this episode and for the next one, I had to turn on the English dub because uh, Ben Diskin fucking nails this (laughs) fucking role by being just like obnoxious, talking all pretty much like this like faux white boy gangsta type like voice and it just works him perfectly <laughs> what um, makes the world go round like oh, i love him so much it's so fucking over the top and hilarious it's it's great i remember when we first watched it um like when it came out that I, I i feel like we just associated completely with one of our friends kevin because it's just it's just that <laughs> it's, yeah. it's just, like it, it, it's it's the 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 beast uh hype beast uh like mentality that i just love <laughs> fucking rise and grind gamers let's go we're <laughs> <laughs> on that grind <laughs> yeah and like he's and his thing is that he's just big money all day he's got the big like uh osaka coats that are like very native to that area of japan which um a couple of my favorite wrestlers um asuka and kuzichika okada are from osaka so they incorporate those coats into like their entrance gear it's really cool mm-hmm. Just fucking, I, I love like that's just like a big that's like one of like their big main things that make it very evident that they're from o- Osaka. And once again, Uzu kind of like having a harder time with the uh, with with his campaign than everyone else's. So he's once again kind of being I, I don't want to call him the weak link of the Elite Four because he does have value and like he's pretty skilled in what he does. But you know he, he, he I think he kind of deserves a break at some point. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it, I feel uh, to one part he looks like he's supposed to be like the really cool character. Yeah, you know like the the, the really cool dude, but like it subverts that like expectation. He's just kind of like not. But like I enjoy it. I I, I like yeah. I feel bad for him, but also like my guy <laughs> yeah and like and also um another like thing with uh, with the voice actors uh his um his japanese voice actor uh nobuyuki hiyama very well known across a lot of uh Maishi's work especially as um as viral in gurren lagan and uzu is kind of like a like a bit of a tribute to that character with like how he's like he's kind of like one of the more cooler like designed villains but over time he becomes uh you know, becomes a protagonist and like kind of shows his uh his value over time yeah. yeah, so they, there's a lot of similarities between those uh, those characters. Um, Speaking of similarities, I don't know if you touched up on this, um, but uh, at least in the English voicing, um, there's a lot of Madoka characters, uh, voice actors that are in here. Yeah, uh, and mm-hmm. uh, Jacuzere, uh English voice actor is. Um, Sa- uh, why am I forgetting your name? Isn't she Sayaka? Yeah, it's Sayaka. I thought yeah, I was going to say Sayaka wrong, but it's Sayaka. Uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. so like the musical theme is also there. <laughs> Yeah, Sarah mm-hmm. Ann Williams, uh, and of course Mako being played by Madoka's uh, voice actor, <laughs> and uh, Satsuki being played by Mommy. Yes, you know, so um, which is so, kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, uh, the English localization was done by um, Anaplex, and they Bang also Zoom. did Madoka and Bang Zoom. Hell yeah! But back to the episode. Um, 
again, we see big fight between um, Uzu's army and Takarada's army. Uh, we have a lot of Inferno Cop esque animation here with like with the two different armies fighting. Um, yeah. Also, Uzu <laughs> using all of the different like sports. Like there's the sumo, yeah. there's the spear throwing, and I'll, I I kind of like the detail that you could see all the like the different uh, clubs that don't get featured. Yeah, uh, which is cool, but also reminds me of this one fucking little nitpick i have is that um in back with uh jakazude and like her her fighting uh like that school um she uses like this attack that's supposed to be like called um an armed wind attack but there is no wind instruments in any of like the people that's doing the attack they're all brass instruments <laughs> and that fucking pissed me off but damn it <laughs> i'm a, i fucking played tenor saxophone for four years i'm a woodwind i fucking know what a woodwind is <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, God. <laughs> and uh now we get to see Mako and what <laughs> the little the little bit of like comedy throughout the like whole uh I mean the whole thing's funny, but like we, we little little Mako moment. Yeah. Uh, so we have our main characters and she's like, Oh, I wish I could buy things. I wish I had money. Someone was shooting money. Oh shit, he's shooting money. <laughs> <laughs> she she cause she sees all these uh food stands of like all these different like fried and greasy foods in, in Osaka and she's just really she wants to have it. And she sees um one of Takarada's uh, men shooting their money guns because they have guns that just shoot out money. <laughs> and Mako's like, shoot me, shoot me and give me money. <laughs> and just she just catches all of them he's like what <laughs> just, yeah and just, she just is just going out buying food and, and souvenirs because it's, it's a vacation for her at this point <laughs> she's in she's in yep. heaven well, um, she, she she wanted to go she wanted to go uh for uh, tourism purposes and also throughout the throughout the episodes of uh, ryuko is just literally driving around and picking up all of the pieces of saketsu that are stitched into the uniforms of all of the all of like yeah. basically like, the grunt soldiers and She's yeah. managed to collect all of them pretty quickly. Yeah, so the first one she goes to uh, is with Gamagori after uh, the, the the Americans come out with Kobe beef armor. With, a, <laughs> with Kobe beef armor that's put on a on a tank. And I think it's, yeah. <laughs> I want to I want to I want to see wanna... this part. Um, sorry, I want to see this part as like another uh, Inferno Cop reference of um, them shooting <laughs> a missile out of the tank. And Gamagori uses a big like rule book shield that deflects the missile back at them. <laughs> and which reminds yeah. me of that, that moment in, in Inferno Cop of I'm immune to your bullets. <laughs> it's <just fucking> hilarious. <laughs> my, my favorite moment is like well, as as the whole like tank is burning up, it's also cooking the meat, and so you see people just eating Kobe beef. You don't want to waste all the food, yeah. it's so good. <laughs> yeah, and also I love that Ryoko just fucking puts the motorcycle on Gamagori's face, picks up, and it's like, I don't have time for you, but <laughs> just fucking drives off and because she's not here to fight she's just here to get uh, all the sketchy pieces <laughs> goes around doing that goes and uh gets it from gamagori's army then from jacuzzi's army and then finally back to osaka to get all those uh, all those pieces and she's almost done yeah and takarada is now using uh civilians to fight yep. he's basically paying <laughs> off because money paying off every every adult and civilian with just big money very manipulative with like how he's just basically using money to to get people to fight for him and that's kind of his whole his whole deal it's like uh oh you know well it's it's takarada bucks specifically yeah, it's his it's his um, own money <laughs> that for some reason it only works in in osaka or it's only valuable in there yeah. so it's essentially like a fucking uh cryptocurrency now 
for the most part. Oh my god. <laughs> Takarata Bugs is a cryptocurrency. It, it, I would, that. It, it makes sense. Um, <laughs> it does. Also, uh, another little... I'm, I'm always going to talk about Mako because I love her, mm-hmm. but uh, another little Mako moment. Um, It's like, uh, she sees like a tall building. Like Honestly, she's just like a, a, a commercial for like Osaka <laughs> tourism at this point. Uh, and she's like, oh boy, it's this building. And it's like, I want to go on top of it. And as she's walking, she's like, you know, whenever I see a tall building, I kind of want to like climb to the top of it. Um, <laughs> and then she gets launched into the battlefield again. <laughs> she's like, what? Yeah, and, and, and basically the other students are basically scolding her because she went off and like wasn't fighting with them. <laughs> yeah, and they hold, they hold her upside down like she was when in this like uh, first or second episode where she was like, was the second the first one yeah. where she she was like held was yeah. The first? yeah well the first one she was literally like held upside down over like the like the oil. <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah it was the first one yeah so she was over oil um so they're they're holding her like that again but ryoko comes and saves the day obviously mm-hmm. and uh, i think satsuki appeared too takarada's kind of being too big of a problem so now satsuki's come in to to uh to, to save the day <laughs> even though she's taking over everything and everything's kind of destroyed but she's kind of here to, to finish the job and yeah. and we've gotten almost all of Senketsu back, uh, except we're missing one piece. And guess who's got the piece? It's Satsuki. She's got the glove. Um, the fucking goddamn, I forgot the name of it. The Seki Teko. Seki Teko, thank you. <laughs> so she's got that, and that's the last piece that they need. <laughs> yep. I love this ending scene because, of course, I do. It's me. <laughs> but I see... When I I remember seeing a lot of comments about this episode, like, oh, it shows that Ryuko doesn't need Senketsu to be strong, and that she can be badass without her uniform. And they always those comments really rubbed me the wrong way, because it's about her being strong for Senketsu because she wants to bring him back to full health when he's injured, and she's so strong. And it's literally spelled out in this ending scene that she's so strong because she has her sights so set on making him whole again yeah i think mako comments on that either this episode or the next episode she says that um ryuko's strength comes from Mm -hmm. her will to be with senketsu yeah she is strong she she doesn't necessarily need him to be strong but it's not about just needing him as like a weapon she wants him there with her as her friend yeah and she and she's stronger with him like yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah, I don't need you to be strong, but we're stronger together, so I, I want to be together. <laughs> and also, I like you. <laughs> yeah. The power of friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's literally about the power of friendship. Literally. And to see it boil down into she doesn't need him to be strong. It just hurt me. It just hurts me a little. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, so now uh, we are left at this cliffhanger because Satsuki does have uh, the glove that is needed to complete Senketsu and Ryuko has to go and get that in order to do that. So we're going to get to that in the next episode. So please stay tuned for that. And until then, for myself, City, and for Marshall and Ref, thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day and goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye.